Hi, welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. Thank you for joining me. I hope whenever you're listening to this that you've had a wonderful week, year, month. Did those out of order, didn't I? I hope you have because each moment that we live in this life is important. And although we have the measurements of time, I I really do believe that each one and how we are in it is important and can be most impactful. This episode, we are going to talk about the energy of 2020. And I hope you'll stick with me and to hear what I downloaded about it. I do an energy update every year. This is the first one that's on the podcast, so I'm very excited to do it because I could literally talk for hours about this. And don't worry, I won't. This will be a hopefully shorter, but we never know as Vicki gets rolling episode so that you can get into 2020 or whenever you're listening to this and start applying some of the messages and some of the practical advice that's part of intuitive coaching. So I'll see you in a few moments. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut. It's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. So 2020, we have arrived in a new decade and in quite the impressive energy surge. This has been going on for as long as the earth has existed. We've had energy upgrades. We've had coasting times. We've had times where it's downright muddled and somewhat nasty, actually. Um, So the intention of the energy update for 2020 is to not say this is exactly how it's going to go, but to have a little bit of the cliff notes so that you may do whatever it is you want to do with the surging of the energy that's present. So every year, um, just like we grow and we expand and mature, so does the universe. And it is somewhat guided by what we're contributing. But I do believe that there is a knowledge, that there is an intelligence to the universe that is guiding us in a way that I often think of if you're encouraging a toddler or a young child to walk just a smidgen faster through the elevator doors, right? That's how it feels like to me. The universe supports us and and moves us along. It's that hand at the back. It's not pushing. uh, It's not holding you back. We are the only ones who do that, but it is encouraging us to take that next step, move forward, try something else. So, This energy of 2020, I've been pretty excited about when trying not to get ahead of myself because sometimes that is the challenge of developing your intuition. When you have that vision or that knowing or that sight, 
uh, sometimes it can be like, let's just get to that exciting part, uh, forget all this walking through. And that's not possible. We have to, no matter how developed your first senses, we have to be mindful of being human, of having the physical experience And even if time is an illusion, we have to still participate by the clock, by the calendar, and by our own growth because it does not simply expand or grow because we want it to. There has to be, you know, kind of boot on the ground activity work. And that's why I love to blend the intuitive development with coaching because one without the other leaves you so unbalanced that. Uh, it, I've seen it backfire on people when they simply want to inde- develop their intuitive senses. And then, honestly, there's no common sense available. And that is an underrated skill set that I we also need to encourage a little bit more in those that we're raising and those that seemingly are already raised. And on the flip side, if you're to body centered or brain centered and aren't allowing your natural gifts to come through, then you'll be out of balance over there. So it's like finding the, finding the center space, finding the medium in the, there. So the 2020 energy feels a little, um, bit like a kid who's had too much sugar and is in a trampoline park. So it does feel incredibly bouncy. It will settle down. Uh, The first few weeks of January could feel like we're on Pogo 6. (laughs) We're just trying to figure out how do we manage and how do we best uh, steer this thing. So you have the skills. It may just take a little bit of awareness about um, using them or connecting in with your uh, common sense, like I stated before. So it will feel a little bit like pogo stick. Um, And since last year had a lot to do with becoming aware of the relationships that weren't serving us or the patterns, uh, the habits, the activities, and wanting to shift some of that energy or ended all and the poor patterns altogether this year will be about putting into place whatever new habits you've developed or whatever new intentions you have um, and how you would like to be it'll quite simply put it will be about putting it into place you don't have to know what it is although I did write a book about it it's available on Amazon the you don't have to know what you're putting into place. A lot of the times people get caught up on naming and they want to um, compartmentalize or or put a box around something. Don't worry about what so much what you're working on or towards all the time. Goals are important, but don't get too caught up in that. Um, it, it really all comes to, are you feeling centered in yourself? Do you like who you are? Are you following through on what you say? There's going to be a lot of it's. So, and because we all have varying degrees of 
um, exposure in our lives. So by that, I mean, you have family, you have work, you have hopefully some hobbies, you have some physical expression, you have uh, your spiritual life, you have your health. So we all have so many different areas that we're paying attention to. If you get hyper-focused in one, again, it'll be out of balance. Also another theme for this year, which is balance. So with the releasing of 2019 and the relationship patterns that weren't serving us, uh, it does open us up to new ways to love. And the frequency that's coming with 2020, I will admit, has made me very gushy. I have um, been leaking from the eyes at everything, happy, sad, um, confused, uh, energies, constructed just constrictions within my own physical self. So, uh, but most of this is coming through an expansion of love and realizing that, you know, feeling that uh, growing and becoming more known to us throughout this year, it, it just feels expansive within my own heart chakra. And sometimes that's a little hard to contain. And I think that leaking is important. So the new ways to love may come through challenging situations. So often when before we expand, there's a death of something. And it may be that someone passes. And it may be that a relationship ends or a job ends or, you know, there's a physical experience for your body that you just can't do things in the way that you used to do them before. And if we could shift uh, that perception of death as being permanent, uh, it's it's not in the physical sense because our soul lives on, uh, but it's also not, it doesn't have to be in an experiential sense when it's a job or a relationship or what your body doesn't do. Ask your body what it wants to do. Um, and just in these last few months, I've had a fun experience, not so fun experience with my autoimmune system going a little haywire. And I really had to dial back the amount I was working out and how I was working out and find ways that speak to an energy release for me and an enjoyment but also speak to that part of my critic in my head that says, well, unless you're going hard, it doesn't matter. And it does matter. And it can often be um, a challenge to shift those things, especially with somebody with a little bit of a driven personality. But um, I'm really... I one of my intentions and goals is always to walk my talk. And when I'm going through something like this, man, am I feeling it out to see for myself first and foremost, but then how can I help you? How can I help my clients? Um, how can I be a steward of the message that if something is changing and if something goes through a death process, it doesn't have to be sad. It doesn't have to be something that is consistently grieved. Even when someone passes, that expansion of love for the person can be greater, especially right after they pass. We often realize what 
could could we have done differently? And as long as we're not doing this in a judging place, it's very important. And I feel like it can also help us. And I would encourage those who are, uh, well, who just have a tendency to play the, um, or be in a place of sadness around someone's passing, that if they could look around and see those that are present in your life right now, and what a great tribute to the person who's completed their contract and who's passed to love those that are right in front of you a tad more. Um, and that means balancing, again, it's going to be a big word for this year. So balancing the sadness that's there with the, this is just amazing that I get to love all of these people and how blessed am I. So it's not about denying the grief. It's about saying, thank you for teaching me through the grief that I can love this deeply still. So this year is going to push our heart centers a little bit into expanding, into opening up, and maybe accepting a different way of thinking. You know, maybe in the past, someone's been homophobic or someone has been racist and they people can shift. We have to hold the space of that, of them realizing that they just didn't know they were being that boxed off and protecting themselves from loving others as well. So this is the gentle push at our back that's going to be present. And I think it's great because sometimes we won't walk through that door ourselves and we need a little bit of push. So with new ways of loving often brings uh, clarity into the situation. And you may have already experienced this in the previous year where you became very well aware of who you wouldn't who you'd rather not be around or that you had to put some hard boundaries down about not being present with and simply, I hope you did it in a kind way, but it's, it's incredibly possible to be kind and firm at the same time. So 2020 is bringing a clarity around uh, who would we like to collaborate with? Because with this love is going to come more trusting relationships and collaboration with those who are more like-hearted. And with that clarity, a statement that might help, I often say this to myself when I'm a little confused about a situation, yet I want to have the clarity, right? I mean, why would you want to stay in your old misinformed ways I know people do. I'm not um, er, oblivious to that. But the clarity, you can say, if, if it's kind of cloudy still, let me see it, and then I'll know what I may have to do to address it. It may not become immediately evident, but it will eventually if you stay open to the possibility that this clarity or this situation is being brought to you so that you know more of it. Um, And a lot of the times that can include past relationships when you're realizing that you thought someone was acting in your best interest, but in fact they weren't because most of us act in our own best interest and we hope that we're including others into it. So this theme or this energy frequency that's happening can encourage you to 
heal maybe where you didn't receive love in the past or where you have not loved yourself. Um, It occurred to me through the autoimmune process uh, that I was actually in the shower because water is a great conductor of energy. And if you've ever had amazing ideas in the shower uh, or while swimming, this is why. It's a great conductor of energy and of spirit messages. Um, Don't worry, they don't care that you're nakedly. But I had a message that, well, autoimmune is the body attacking itself, right? And oftentimes I'm not the kindest to myself when I didn't work out on a day I said I was going to, or I walked in the middle of a run, which I truly believe to be the best method, but sometimes my critic is a pain in the ass. Um, or when I've eaten something that was outside the protocol that I'm following in order to heal my immune system. So this whole process of learning to love self, um, one of the things that came to me was, well, if you're talking that um, mean to your body, of course it believes that it's going to, its job is to attack itself. It's just doing what you're asking it to do. And that's energy following energy. So that's an example of clarity and which I could have beat myself up more for, I guess it occurs to me right now, but I thought, I actually said, oh, thank you. You know, that might have been extremely clear to me if someone was sitting in front of me, but to hear it for myself. And then I took it a little bit further in knowing that this energy is present and said, well, then allow me to release the pattern of being mean to myself and to be in acceptance and to deal with whatever the energy is that is present. Because this energy doesn't just start on January 1st simply because we have a calendar of January 1st. It's following a a sequencing pattern. Like if this shift was happening in June, uh, I'd be saying the same things and I'll probably follow through and give a little bit updates as we go along now that I've done one. So this love will expand and it hopefully will be for yourself as well as others, nature, spirit, creativity, song, dance, um, And I'm talking about the real love. It's become watered down, I think, to say I love you to people where it used to have this great depth of of meaning and heart. And I hope that's very present in your life. But I am not one who says I love you easily. And that's because I believe it to be a gift. When I'm saying I love you, I really mean it. Um, So I know it can be used, you know, in people who haven't even met me. And I've actually said that to people. They'll say, I love you. And I'm like, how do you know? Have you spent a week with me full time? You don't know if you love me. You may love some aspects of me, and that's fantastic, and I'm so appreciative. But how do you really know if you love me? Um, And to which I usually get a confused response. So it it may not be the easiest thing to love me. You'll have to ask my friends and family. Um, So... This is our step up into into really listening and having a universal language, and that's compassion and love. I truly believe no matter what vocal language we speak or telepathic, and some of the tribes they, they use um, in Africa and... Uh, oh, 
uh, drawing a blank, so I'm not going to waste time, but they use telepathic communication. So in, no matter what the language is, I truly believe in all sentient beings that it, it returns to love. Love is always the driving factor and it's always the thing we're seeking. So I feel like if we combine those two, much like the first sense with the five sense, if love is something that becomes a, a matter of how we are in the world, that that will also go out to exponentially heal others. Um, some people will not want to go into this energy. They are going to want to stay in their anger because on some level they feel it and they are intuitively blocking and then they will stubbornly through personality put the brakes on. It's your decision, your choice, your right as an adult to decide whether you still participate with these people um, or maybe you try to help them understand that their definition of loving someone doesn't have to be your definition and yet they don't get to tell you what your definition is. So it's not that there'll be this great big everybody's hugging each other fest. Uh, Actually, because of a raise of vibration of love, it may it may push those who are not wanting to shift into a crankier position. And much like when you use the white light, a lot of the times, if you're with someone who's pretty caustic, they will often get crankier before the, the relationship shifts. And I actually suggest if you're seeing that in someone else and you're invoking the light and everything, just hang in there, hang in there. It might just be a transitory place. So um, this is a continuation because we are a continuation of all of our experiences, previous lifetimes included. So you may have to make some challenging decisions and this would be the continuation of 2019 in what relationship patterns are serving you and what are not. So get the support. Have have a therapist, have a coach, have a good friend, someone who can help you through this to discern whether you are being most loving. So with the clarity will come faster manifestations. So when we're talking about what would you like to create, the clarity paves the way for it. The more clear you are, the quicker things can happen. And this is why it's a good reason to get clear because you don't want to experience the cosmic two by four that knocks you upside the head because you weren't paying attention in the first place. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to explain and give you a couple ways that you can use this practice, um, well, you can put into practice and you can uh, benefit from knowing this and then having the energy shift that's present. So knowing it is one thing, but putting it into action, you've heard me say it if you've listened to previous episodes many times, that we have to have both. We have to have the knowing and we have to be willing to move our buns. So we will be right back. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicky? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. 
Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Thank you for coming back and for, I hope, getting your pens and pencils or marking the spot on the recording that this is where the Here are the tools you can use to best um, use the energy, to um, have it be your magic wand at your disposal. Whatever, I'm missing the word I want, it will come up eventually. So what you can do to align with the energy of 2020 besides become aware and start paying attention is you can actually make a list. I love doing this on New Year's Eve or on a full moon or sometimes when it just occurs to me that I have stuff I want to let go of. So you take a piece of paper, you write out a list of what you would like to release. Maybe it was something that happened in 2019 that was just annoying or hurt or you are holding on to that you would like help releasing. Write it on your list. And yes, you can write 20 pounds on there if you'd like to release 20 pounds. Um, If you'd like to release clutter in your life, if you would like to release the resentment or any hurt or anything you're holding on to, any blocks that may be there that you're not aware of. Things like this. So then you take this list. And if you're in an area where it's safe to burn, you take it outside your home and you burn it, have a safe receptacle for it to land in. And this releases cords. It's a nice um, ritual to help you be putting your own mindful energy towards releasing. And boy, just by listing stuff, you can feel the energy start to shift. If you can't burn outside your home, if it's not safe, if you're in one of those areas where it's just dangerous to do that, if you have a shredder, that's fine. You can use a shredder within your home. Uh, Just take the garbage out immediately. You can burn it in your sink. Um, You can... um, Rip it up into tiny, tiny, tiny pieces, and then just make sure you take it out of the home. It's important that that energy not remain in your personal space once you've released. So then what you would do is you would write a list, and you can do these lists at the same time. I like to do that just for... Uh, an immediate shift of energy, and then go burn and release. Uh, So then what you would do with the list, what do you want to bring in? What would you like to experience in your life? 
how do you want to be moving forward? What kind of person do you want to be? How do you want to open up your heart center? How do you want to see others? Uh, What are the expansive, what's the expansive model of yourself look like? And you write all of that down along with, yes, if there's manifestations that you would like to see in your world, then you would write all of that down as well. And you also burn this or shred or rip, whatever the case may be. Now, you can keep a copy of the one that you would like to bring in. Sometimes people like to do this as a reference point. I don't. Um, I think that's mostly because I just don't want another piece of paper around, but you could take a picture of it with your phone and you could have that as a reference point, but you also want to release that out into the universe and at the same time, perhaps ask that whatever you're releasing be supported. Um, And you you do have to be willing to do the work. This is not a magic potion that you put out into the air and then all of a sudden you're fine. So, or it's delivered by UPS the next day. So it is important to do that. And then you may want to smudge your home, go through with sage. This should be done every month anyway, but going through, there's a whole episode on clearing energy that you can refer to if you want to know the process. So this is a great time of year to do it, especially after holidays and Sometimes there's some cooties that are around because people haven't felt good. Uh, It's just a great time to do that. To support the energy, you'll also clear up the clutter in your home, your computer, your head, your phone, your car, your desk, your relationships, your health. Um, Perhaps those lists helped you understand where the clutter might be. And it could be emotional clutter. And perhaps something you could do is reach out to someone who could support you. Uh, So even you may want to decide even if times are challenging, you will always intend to be in truth with self. You will always want to see that the clarity of the situation. That's a great way to say it if you're having a hard time understanding another person's motives or perspective, you can say, please allow me to see the clarity of the situation. It allows you to be a little bit removed and to observe and then bring that whatever comes up to the back to the situation, to the conversation and, you know, create a shift there. Because we are here experiencing life and it can't all be on the upside or, you know, when people always say, be positive, be positive all the time, that's not possible. That's such a ridiculous bar to set for people. And then when they're not able to attain it, they feel like they failed. And it's just not possible because we have emotions. We have hormonal surges. You know, we have weather surges. We have all these things that, you know, sometimes you just stub your toe at, Please don't ask me to find a positive side to stubbing my toe. I may ask later uh, if there's anything that I'm feeling blocked about, but in the moment, oh my goodness, it's just not possible. So with this energy, if you're not setting some goals, some concrete, I'm going to accomplish this in the best manner possible intentions, you are missing the boat. You are missing a wave that could carry you forward and have you 
work less, put less effort out. So I don't want to hear it in six months that, you know, I, I, well, I do want to hear it actually that you didn't start in January. Okay, fine. Let's start in June. That's the coach in me. We can start anytime. Um, but I'm here telling you right now, there is a powerful, uh, energy, electricity that's happening. And if, if you get one thing accomplished in the first two weeks of January, please let it be a plan or a list or some kind of outline of what you would like to be um, attending to this year. Um, call me. I'm happy to help in a coaching situation. I'm really good at this stuff. So, uh, and I love when I love for others when they accomplish what they didn't think they could do. That's one of the purposes of a coach is to hold a place of saying, you can absolutely do this, We, but there has to be some action. There has to be some accountability. And to that point, get yourself an accountability partner, a coach, um, hello, I'm here, a friend, uh, a challenge participant if you're doing an exercise class, an assistant, have your assistant include them in, uh, um, have them be part of the process, let them know where your challenges are and how they can best support you, um, or a business group. You know, maybe you belong, I belong to a couple women in business groups and we do accountability on a Facebook post. It's not that anybody's sitting there with a whip, but once you tell a bunch of people that you're going to do something, that's a lot of the times why I will say to a client, oh, I'm working on this, or this is what I have um, pending, or I'll say it to you guys, because I don't, if it's simply myself, I may not get to it. But if I've told somebody else that I'll work on it, oh, I will bring you home. So uh, I just agreed to work with an accountability partner this morning because we both have a similar perspective of life. We want to have a lot of fun. We love our work and we want to expand that as well. And I thought, well, this is fantastic. I know that's where his vibration is. And I know it's somebody who is going to kindly say to me, you said you were going to do that. And I can say the same to him because we really want the best for each other. And that's the type of accountability partner you want. No one needs uh, a school mom standing over them with a ruler. <laughs> you want an encouragement one. So get yourself one of those puppies. Follow through. Set a date close so that you don't feel so overwhelmed. And then here's the best part. You get to celebrate often. I will often say to my clients, did you do the happy dance? If it's folding the laundry, you do the happy dance. If it's completing your book work for the year, you do the happy dance. I'm going to do a stinking cartwheel because I have not been on top of that this year. But I've been having a lot of fun hiking and exploring and biking and everything where I normally would be crunching numbers. So um, there's my accountability to all of you. I will get my numbers together and to the accountant. So follow through. Set a date that's close. Don't do these. It's okay to have a three, six, nine-month plan, but have... Break that down then into what am I going to do in this month? What am I going to do in this these three weeks, two weeks, one week, next two days? Because when you reach those uh, 
accomplishments, you will reinforce to your brain that you are capable of doing anything, and you really are. It's that mindset of um, minimizing ourselves that we've... It's not been serving for us. So, but these things, don't just talk about it, actually do something. Um, So I just saw something on social media this morning about uh, setting an intention to put away the clothes that they've taken out to try on. Well, the simple solution to that is you don't take another thing out to try on until you've put the other thing back. So, or two things, if you're deciding between two outfits, it's stuff like that, right? Get into the pattern of that kind of thing. But then you celebrate the fact that when you, when you're going out to whatever this event is that you're dressing up for, you get to go out knowing that everything's taken care of, everything's put away. So it's stuff like that, that I, I think as adults, and even kids, like we have to reinforce that behavior of celebrating the things we do well. And again, authentically, not this whole, everybody gets a trophy simply because you showed up and you were able to take breath, uh, but that you actually did something because the brain knows inauthentic um, kudos. It knows, and that, I think, is also doing damage because if someone thinks they didn't earn it, they know deep down inside they didn't, and then we're reinforcing fake behavior. That's a whole other subject. But that's part of the clarity of this year. Hopefully some of that will come to some of the coaches that are out there, and they will say to their their students or their, their um, kiddos that they're coaching or the adults that they're coaching that, no, sorry, that does not get rewarded simply because you showed up your reward is that you showed up and that's what you give yourself. And this is what we're looking to do with the, with the accomplishment. I like to call them accomplishment points rather than goals. Um, but I'm okay with the word. I think we have to have them. I think, um, it's important to, um, strive for something. So you can change your mind about any goal, any intention, any desire that you have. It's perfectly fine to change your mind. Do not cop out. If you're not getting it done, ask yourself, is it not in my alignment anymore? Do I not want it? Um, What's changed? Or am I simply providing excuses for why I can't do it? Anytime my excuse-o-meter is pegged, I know it's my ego getting in the way and then I have to do some repatterning or I do other neuropathway work or I do some own self-coaching. One of the challenges with me is I can't get away from me. So those things come up automatically, which is good because then it shifts quickly. And you can train your brain to do this. You can train your heart to be open. um, And then it becomes a way of being rather than this great effort. It could be front-loaded in some areas. So remember to balance it. Remember I said that word's going to be important? But remember to balance it with some quiet time, a nice cup of tea, breathing, walking, laughing, singing, whatever brings you joy. I have recently found needle felting, and oh my goodness, am I having a good time. Because it's a way, there's no real... Um, 
pressure to create whatever I'm creating. It becomes whatever it is. And I feel like they are physical manifestations of the expansion that I'm going through. So where is your joy? What do you like? And you might have to try a few things in order to, to line up with that. So Um, Make sure that you're grounding through nature because as our energy expands and as the frequency of the entire universe elevates in the way that it is, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to be physical beings. And the surefire way is to ground through nature. Get away from the technology. Leave the phone behind or put it on airplane mode if you're taking it for safety. Um, Or do not disturb. Put on do not disturb. That way, if you need it for safety, it'll be available to you. And, uh, but get disconnect from all of that. I've been doing a lot of that lately and I love my technology and staying connected on social media and all that. And yet I know if I want my physical self to really enjoy this year, it's going to take more and more of that in order to um, best utilize this uh, frequency wave that we are in. So this process of expansion will go on for eternity. It's always going to be there. I don't want to make a big deal of the energy shift that's happening, but I do want you to have the tools and to get excited about how you can best use these cliff notes. So I wish you all the best. Uh, This will be out on New Year's Day. So if you're listening on New Year's Day, happy New Year's. And if you're listening later on, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And I wish you all the best. And I will see you next episode. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.